Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Please welcome Mike McFadden of Animal Years. Welcome, sir. What's up, guys? How's it going? Great. Al, great to see you, man. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, good for, to see you, bud. For joining. Yeah. Good to see y'all. Did that uh, strategically placed signed Animal Years uh, CD back there? You know, here's the irony. <laughs> I was also running late for this. And so this is the one we had set up for JD Iker. So that yours actually lives there at all times, man. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now it's now it sounds like I've never watched uh, an episode of the boatcast, but oh, you're all good. That that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kidding. Watched every episode. I was testing you guys. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that. So, I mean, the last time we saw you was in, in on the boat. Uh, yeah. I mean, and now you've been on two, twenty and twenty-one, which is yeah. which is awesome. You know, it's always nice to get that call back. So, what, what was what was that like when you got that call? Um, it was great. I mean, it was <clears throat> it's kind of a long time ago, <laughs> right? Considering, considering it was supposed to be in November of 2021, I'm pretty sure we got the call in like April. Uh, <clears throat> when was the boat? The boat was like January. The first one was like January 2020. Yep. And I'm pretty sure we got the call in like April. <laughs> and <clears throat> I, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I remember it because, you know, we were, it was, it were, we were a month into the pandemic and I specifically remember our booking agent being like, well, here's a piece of like good news. Um, you know, you guys are, you know, got the invite to go back to yeah. the boat. So it was very exciting. And, and even in April, we were all kind of thinking like, oh, well, like by June, by June or July, you know, we'll be fine. It's November. Like, of course, it's going to happen in November. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we imme- I immediately emailed back and said, you know, let them know we're in. And then yeah. now. So. What was it like when you were sitting down and like before you got on the boat and like, you know, the I- I'm asking everybody this. So it's like. Right. What was your anxiety like waiting for those results to come back? It's funny. I, I, I think my mind goes to like a funny place. I remember just thinking, like starting to get into positive thinking, like that I won't get on because I was excited to go on. So I was just like, all right, what am I going to do tonight when my (laughs) back positive? Like like we're going to go do something insane. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be COVID positive. I probably well the first thing I'd probably do is get another test because I doubt it would be accurate, and then I would have to go do something like <clears throat> I don't know even if we had the quarantine in a hotel, like I, I don't know I was just planning I was planning for the worst so but yeah ours ours took you know it was only supposed to take twenty minutes ours took longer I remember Matt from Night Without Cars came in like twenty minutes after us and got his test results came back like right away and he just like went and it, <laughs> people were getting in like right away others we had to like go up to uh six man uh people and like ask like a bunch of different times like any word on our results and then yeah we all finally got them and it was it was a big big relief because it's a lot of work just to get down there 
yeah. uh, you know, it's a, it's a two day when you're most, most people are, most bands are driving in cause you know, there's gear yeah. and it would be impossible to fly. So it was a two day trip from Nashville. Um, you know, eight hours in the car, basically both, both days. And, um, yeah, so we, I mean, we were, we were stoked that we got on. What was the energy like in that like transport down to get there? Like it would have had to have been so palpable. Like, can you describe what it was like? Well, it definitely excited, but also, you know, it was weird for us because two weeks uh, prior, you know, our bass player, Anthony, couldn't like told us that he couldn't make it on the boat. So the, the, the two weeks before were, were us, you know, searching for and then training a, a replacement bass player to learn like 20 songs. So I think we were excited. Um, I mean, definitely excited because uh, some of us, you know, the three of us had been on the boat already and we were kind of telling our bass player, our, our stand-in bass player, like, here's what you can expect and it's going to be crazy and all this stuff. And then had, um, had he ever heard of it before? No. Okay. Nope. And then, you know, a little, like, we're definitely bummed out that Anthony wasn't going to be there. And also just exhausted because we had spent so much time having to rehearse and we were coming off like a house show tour that was like all just a stripped down trio. So we had had to kind of just switch everything up again for the rock boat and make things like fresh and all that stuff. So it was a lot of work. But I think. I think the general energy for me was like, okay, I'm like the hard part is over. Like, like now we just have to get there and play. So, um, so, you know, you, you get past all the protocols you get on the boat. What was it like seeing everybody? Cause you know, there are artists that come on the rock boat that have connections. Most of them have connections with followers. And then there are artists like yourself who get on the boat and, there is a little bit of a difference between some artists and the relationships, but then there are artists like you that have like, just like friendly friendship relationship with, and I was excited to see you when I saw you on there. And don't get me wrong. Like, it's nice to see like the lead singer of vertical horizon. Don't get me wrong, but like seeing you is different. I don't know. It's just, it feels different. Like you're We're, like, we got a legit <laughs> hug right yeah. there on the pool deck. And I was like, <laughs> this is what it's all about, man. Well, it, yeah, it was it was like hanging out with one of the boys, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, well, first of all, we none of us, you know, for a lot of people, that was the first time they were seeing anyone in like almost two years. Jeez. Yep. Almost two years. Yeah. Sorry. Sometimes you gotta like stop yourself and be like, but right. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm obviously very active with people, and I'm very open about everything that I do. Yeah. And so and i engage with people a lot and so i think i and and i yeah i just i know a lot of people and i and i love to um catch up with all those people and so yeah the first thing i did when i got there was put put my stuff in the room and just throw it in the room and literally uh hit the pool deck and start saying hi and i that was it was it was nice because we didn't have a show that night the the first the first rock boat we had a show that night which is stressful <clears throat> like we yeah. gotta like get in there and then there's all this gear stuff you have to figure out but we had nothing going on so i was literally like full social mode i don't have a show for another two days so 
I can talk. I don't have to like really save my voice. Like tomorrow I can rest if I need to. So it was nice. I, I mean, I must have, yeah, it must have been who knows how many hugs and high fives and <clears throat> conversations that I, I probably had 8,000 conversations on the rock, but <laughs> you know, it's just like insane yeah. talking to people. Every, every time I turned around, you were, you were talking to somebody else. <laughs> oh my God. I, yeah. I, I, I won't, I mean, I would just, uh, I knew I was like, everyone just has to forgive me when I just all of a sudden t- start talking to someone else. <laughs> And it's like, I've been talking. I talked to you for three days, dude. I'm well, good on it. like people <laughs> pull in that direction, and then that person, it's how hard to keep me. I don't know. I, I'm so, it's sounding like I'm some sort of like famous person, but it's just, it's with everyone. You're, 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 you're busy talking to so many different people, and you want to catch up with so many different people. And I'm, I'm sure I just literally like left people standing there mid conversation to go talk to someone else. So I hope no one was offended. <laughs> But actually, on the boat, you are that famous, man. Everyone is mm. like, when's Animal Years playing? Yeah. You are you are one of those names that everyone wants to see. That's that's cool, because I'm not famous in real life. So that's nice that I'll take that. I'm okay with that. That fame. famous is pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean. I wouldn't want to be famous, that famous all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and you obviously do it right, because, like, you did two boats you know, back to back. Uh, yeah. And, and six man doesn't bring, you know, half ass artists on. So, I mean, you, you, whatever you're doing, it's, it's working not just for the boat, but you know, and, and, and I follow you on social media and I see your posts and I see the interactions with the, you know, with other boaters and, you know, you are as much of a boater as, as anyone. And it's just, it's nice that six man can see that in artists and continue yeah. to tap into that. So, you know, yeah, it's just so nice. Uh, well, I, th- I think it, I think it's important to understand that like, <clears throat> I'm not doing any of that stuff because I like want to get back on the rock, but you know, like the rock oh, yeah. is, is once a year <clears throat> and I'm not going to put that much work in just to like do some gig once a year, even yep. though the rock is amazing. Right. That is like, cause I, I can't, I could not, I can't put energy into things that I don't like doing. Yeah. So that is like genuine. I just like, when I, when I, you know, being on the road and stuff, and sometimes you're, you're in playing small towns and you're not playing to a bunch of people. And it's tough when you're like a, 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 a smaller band, um, especially coming up. So like, when I see this community that is like so engaged with you, I'm like, Oh, I love this. Like I'm surrounded by people that love music and that love my band. Like I want to yeah. talk to every single person and like, and like savor this moment. Cause you know, this, this doesn't happen every day. So yeah. I'm like, when I'm there. I'm like, I'm loving this. And I'm, I'm thankful for every minute of it for sure. I think, I think everybody uh, can recognize that um, I can. And, you know, you're talking about love and, and, and hearts and, you know, after we got off the boat, you know, um, you know, I think the your overall generosity kicked in with the unfortunate events in the Midwest mm-hmm. um, with the tornado. And, you know, congratulations to you for raising help raise over ten thousand dollars. Yeah, um, that was that's pretty wow. awesome. Can, can you walk us through how, you know, obviously the tornadoes happened and then like what what 
how did it start? Like other than, you know, the actual event, what was your process? Um, like just from the beginning, basically. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, it was the same as the tornado. It was same as the Tennessee one um, that happened in March. You know, I go on, <clears throat> I can see the storm coming through some, um, um, uh, <clears throat> this time I was why so i live in a like a tiny home out in <clears throat> like there a remote area yeah that's where i am now so like i'm like the literally the only place to sit is like on my bed which is why i'm just laying on my bed right now <laughs> um but i stayed at a rock boater's house in in, in nashville actually because <clears throat> the tornado is coming through and the first thing that the national weather service says is like don't get out of a mobile home <laughs> if there are winds coming through yeah so i went over there and i'm just looking at the um i'm on twitter and stuff and looking at the damage and and slowly things are starting to trickle in that like oh this area got hit really bad and then and then videos start to show up and something happens in me where i see that and i'm immediately just like i can't stay here while that is happening and like I know from the, my past experience that help does not arrive right away. Like emergency, emergency help rides like arrives right away. Like if, if you're in the rubble and right. you need to be out, like that's what people are doing, but people need immediate relief from, for some, so many things. And when I see that, I just, I literally in my head immediately was like, I couldn't go now because there's still a, uh, there was still a tornado warning in Nashville, but I went to bed that night knowing that I was going to get up the next morning, load my car up with whatever I had and go. And, um, that's what I did. And, and the first, the first thing I, I, you know, through Facebook and stuff, I, I know exactly where to look. Um, and I immediately found like a really hard hit neighborhood. I got an address and I just pulled up there. And um, it was like, it looked like a war zone, you know, it looked like a bombing going off and you just, you literally just get out of your car, walk around, ask people if they need help and that's it. And then um, it doesn't take, it didn't, it took me about 10 minutes to find a guy who was like, I was like, do you need help? And he was like, I could definitely use help. Um, and within 10 minutes of being there, I was like, yeah, I'm going to stick with them. So I stuck with them for like a week and then and started raising money that night. Um, and rock butters came through in a big way. Raised, I would say predominantly rock butters were the ones that donated. So that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. I saw your trips to, to, to the stores with the receipts that you would post all the yeah. things that you bought. That was, and then like shots of your car, um, the stuff that was filled up in the car. Yeah, um, dude, that was uh, that's just, and there's, and how many different families do you think you interacted with while you were there? Um, well, I'll say first, I do, I, I show, I'm very big about transparency. So, oh, yeah. and I, and, and I guess there's a certain amount of guilt involved. But people were sending me so much money that I was like, here's where it's going. Here's where it's going. I just felt so weird having so much money in my pocket or in my Venmo account. Mm-mm. And I was like, here's what you guys are doing. And I think through that, cause I don't want to like come off as like, look at what I'm doing. No, but it's no. what you guys are doing with all this money that, I, you know, 
Um, but families that I interact with, I mean, in this neighbor, in the neighborhood that I was in, which is like, it was called like the Creekwood neighborhood. Um, I only interacted with like four, basically there was just, there were these four apartments that were owned by this, um, one woman who was actually amazing, you know, like landlords can like suck yeah. so yeah. much. Was, a lot of them but, get a bad stigma. Oh yeah. Yeah. As they should, a lot of them, you know, but yeah, most, uh, most, most rightfully so. Yeah. And she was, um, a, she was a very, she, she owned these, there were four rental properties and I basically interacted with those four families. The one family that I originally found, they were the ones that I really was giving a lot of the, the, the money that I first got in um, and helping them get entirely out of their getting because all the homes were destroyed. You couldn't, they couldn't go back and they all had to be demolished. But the first, the first main step is get as much as you can out of the house that they can save. And a lot of it is like, um <clears throat> pictures and it's like important it's stuff that's important to them honestly it's if they want to take everything it, it, it's not up for you to decide you right, right. that's what they need at that time and so if that's what they need and that's what they need um <clears throat> but there were four families there that i primarily interacted with there was a huge um <clears throat> bowling green is like a huge immigrant community um <clears throat> there are a lot of like um, actually Eastern Europeans um, and a lot of um, his, like Hispanic community, big Hispanic community. And so a lot of people there didn't even speak in English. So it, it, like there wasn't a lot that I could do or I wasn't sure. And they seemed to have like family there that was helping them. Um, but yeah, I mainly stuck in this one area because there was so much work to be done. It, 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 for me, it's better to like, as much as I want to help everyone around me, it's better to just like focus on a, you know, right. help make found uh, impact on one or two families. So, and, and I saw that, um, which is really cool. It's something I wouldn't have thought of. Um, I, you know, you you have some money left over and that you're keeping just for another type of, uh, you know, emergency, God forbid there would be another one, which is, is yeah. so thoughtful. Like, you know, that's just, that's well, it's just kind, of, it's kind of weird. I mean, I was thinking like, man, like you're, you're preparing for like another, <clears throat> like, I'm like, I don't know. It was just a weird feeling, but what ended up happening was <clears throat> I, I miscalculated how, cause, uh, Steve, Smitherman, he's a rock boater, was helping me. He's a, like an accountant, and he, I was sending him all my receipts and just uploading them into a, a shared folder so that he he was calculating everything, so I didn't have to worry about it when I was there. And um, <clears throat> he ended up getting. I thought that I had like donated the, the perfect amount to what I had, and he was like, um, "No, there's actually like 280 bucks," and it was like an odd amount. And I was just like, yeah, I guess I should just like hold on to that. Cause last, I mean, <clears throat> when I went um, to this place, I had just gotten off the, the rock boat. So yeah, I, I mean, you know, there was a lot of time bef right before 
you know, before the rock boat, during the rock boat, that I'm not like doing my normal job or anything. I don't necessarily necessarily have like a ton of cash just to go up and start handing out. Right, right. At least this time I'll have like some immediate reserves. Yeah, um, totally. This, this this area weather wise is just wild. Um, so I'm I'm sure I'll be able to put it to good use. Hopefully not soon though, because I I need a break. You know. <laughs> We all need weather, some rest sometimes. Weather-wise, yeah. it seems to be crazy, like everywhere. Uh, I think I, I think it was like last week or the week before. It was like sixty degrees up here, like in Philadelphia. And then I looked down in Texas. It was like in the twenties. I was yeah. like, this doesn't even make sense. Yeah, it's it's uh, the couple or last week it was like sixty degrees here, and then it was like twenty two days ago so uh and then i mean the creek so i live 10 10 feet from a, a creek uh just like right in front of me basically yeah and like two weeks ago the whole i don't know if y'all saw that my live i live stream for a minute the whole the, the literal the creek's normally a foot high it rained so much so quick that the the water rose over the over the banks of the creek like in just flowing into my yard so for the past two weeks, I've been like flood proofing this yard and stuff. And uh, it's, it's, yeah, the weather here is just totally unpredictable. Scary. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, I will, A, I'm glad that you've managed to stay safe the whole time. So, you yeah. know, you know a, amen to that. And that you've had the ability to help others, which is, you know, huge. Um, why we're all here on this earth. And, I want to say that, you know, to the entire Rockboat community, I think everybody that I've never seen, I'm sure that there's other places and other groups of people that have, you know, helped as much as they could, but, you know, obviously we're immersed in the Rockboat community and there was artists such as yourself um, doing things and fellow boaters helping you organize certain things and boaters donating money. Um, I know another artist had a fundraiser and raised some money. We raised some money. Um, and I feel you about the transparency. I was on Amen about send me that email when you make that donation from the money we raised because I want to show it to everybody. So I I, I can totally yeah. feel I, I can feel you on that, and it's important because you know transparency is, is extremely important. And um, you know important. I and and then when people see that they they get that satisfaction that you know they were part of that cause too. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Because I. I'm not going to like shout out people personally. Cause you know, some people, <clears throat> some people donated $5, some people donated $500 and uh, <clears throat> you know, both of those people gave as much as they, they felt they could. At least yep. that's, I, you know, I've, if it were me, I would have been able to donate $20. <laughs> I, you know, I can donate my time so much easier than I can donate cash. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I like, I like to, to, reward everyone with some feel good you know pictures and stuff and and i also just do that because i feel like it helps get more money and um tug at people's heartstrings and they'll open up their their wallet you know so yeah it's i know how to raise money at this point (laughs) well that's that that that's a blessing so you know to to go back to rock boat 21 what was one memory that you have from that boat that stood out the most? Oh man, probably Scott getting up and singing friends on the first <laughs> night. Um, 
Guys, I was eating dinner in the artist lounge and, you know, Scott's like so busy doing a million things on the boat. And uh, I was sitting down with his wife and she was like, you know, like we love that song, Friends, that, you know, you do. And, and, And she's like, Scott, like, loves that song. And and I and I was like, I remember. I mean, I wouldn't even think to ask Scott to like, you know, come on and sing. <clears throat> um, and she had mentioned like, oh, like he would love to do it or something. I was like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, like absolutely. <laughs> and <clears throat> um, I was like, that's crazy. Um, and then next thing I know, <clears throat> I went to the sessions. Uh, Cause you know, we had two off days. <clears throat> right. So I go to sessions. Uh, sessions was the second or maybe the third day. And Scott just walked up to me. He's like, Hey, you know, and Scott and very like animated. He's like, okay. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just want to make sure I was right. Um, well, I, <laughs> like next thing I know, like he's singing, like Scott is just singing my entire song to me, like or the entire second verse. Cause that's what he was going to do. And it was just, <clears throat> It was so cool, like the amount of professionalism that he had, like, like with all the other shit that he was doing, getting added an entire song like a day before. And he's now just like probably running around and in between anything, like trying to learn this song. And it was just so. And then he just came on stage. And not only was that that show so cool, like so cool. It was amazing. Like I was I was blown away by that show it was probably the coolest show i've ever played just because you know such a small stage and like kind of with this it's like you know you fine put us on the small stage we're right. gonna make so that people like literally complain because they can't walk through because there's so many people and then scott just came on and absolutely crushed <clears throat> that song and, and you know it's amazing when a, a band that plays the pool stage and and the, the the stardust theater when that artist comes on the little magnum stage and just like crushes the song it's just like i don't know the stars all aligned for that show and that, that i mean that show and that little duet with uh scott terry was a mega mega highlight two amazing artists kicking butt on the rock boat and i think i think i speak for for mark as well we love the the shows down at the magnum stage like you just feel like so much closer you know what i mean yeah there's that's a great place to see any band because most of the bands are smaller bands or a lot of times they're like first time bands and you can really i don't know i feel like that's one that place and and maybe the um, Spinnaker are like places that you would end up like maybe discovering your new favorite band on the rock boat, you know? <clears throat> Amen to that. True I like story. that. Yeah, definitely true story. Shout out to the fanboys out there. <laughs> 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 Mike, we value your time and we are so blessed that you, you you know, I know you've been busy, so um and, and I, and I just want to, you know, put out there if people still wanted to send money for the rainy day fund that you have building up in case something were to happen, is, is there a, a an at Venmo account that you would like um, people to send money to? 
I would not direct them to send money to me. For I, charity? Yeah, I would say um, type in Kentucky, uh, Kentucky Relief Fund. <clears throat> It'll take you to the homepage uh, where they basically <clears throat> list a ton of charities okay. that need to. Um, what I ended up doing after I helped this this family kind of get back on their feet um, is I took the rest and I did very specific things with it. Um, I, I, I gave 500 bucks to uh, uh, I, I, I tried to find overlooked places. So like I gave 500 bucks to an organization called the Lee Initiative, which okay. literally buys food to food trucks that the food trucks that are coming and into these neighborhoods and cooking for everyone. Cause a lot of these food trucks are, are like people that literally stopped working in the neighborhood and just going around and doing everything for free. So, so the Lee initiative provided them food. So they weren't going bankrupt, you know, while they're cooking for everyone and, and offering them time and their, you know, and then, um, for like three days, I volunteered at this school in there and they had like a donation center where everyone okay. could donate stuff. They sorted it. And then the people would come in like with a shopping cart and literally just shop and take anything that they needed. And I met the principal there and everyone. And, and, and I donated, you know, a couple thousand bucks to their family resource center. So family resource center helps families of the children that go to that school that have been affected by the tornado and 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 you know when you donate to something like that that there is no overhead because everyone is a volunteer so it all just goes and then and they can find they know exactly where to which families to give it to so i don't have to get involved and um uh-huh. get information for any of those people and so <clears throat> Just I would, uh, I wouldn't give it to some massive charity because any of right. the big they won't um, name are not going to be putting any of that money back into that community now. They've moved on to other things. Um, yep. So do as you you know. That's a long answer for your question. Well, <laughs> hey, you know what? It you know it is it is what it is. I thought I thought it was great. Um, cool. And you know. I just, again, want to thank you for your time, brother. It's, it's always great to catch up with you throughout the yep. year. And I know that we'll have you on again. I know we will. Um, and yeah, you guys keep paying me. I'll come on. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, that's, and we'll, and we'll see you on a boat, man and stay safe. Uh, I and hope, I hope so. I yeah. Hope so. I'm going to get that invite. We'll see if not, uh, maybe a year after who knows. But uh, if I don't get invited on, I'll, I'll, I'll join one of the other bands and be a, a guitar player or something. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Just well, so I can... I, I'll, I'll look for that hug on the pool deck. Hell yeah. <laughs> great seeing you all. Thanks, thanks as always for having me. And, uh, Absolutely. Podcast and um, I think uh, that's it. Hopefully we'll see you soon. All right, Mike. Take care. All right. Yeah, good seeing you. Bye.